When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, Kaylin, just to follow up from the uh, your conversation, your blog, I've seen best friends turn to lovers for a long time, and it's not working out, and it's absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah, I mean, you're not interested, yeah, so it's not like right. you need a warning. That but was, I, I, still, so I still advocate for, like, um, you got to take a playful approach to this. If you care about the friendship. If you don't care yeah. about the friendship, then just say... I never want to, like, hurt anyone's feelings when I let them down, but I just, I guess I don't know the real, like, good way to do it. It always seems like a weird dance. I have a quick suggestion. Well, let me play the uh, the Tangent intro. Boom, go. It's the Tangent with the Fred Show. Giving you all the shit we couldn't talk about on air. Okay, yes, what is it? I would just say, put it back on you. And um, what I mean by that is just saying, I'm like, doing me. I'm focusing on myself. I'm <laughs> yeah, doing that, me. Yeah, that works. I mean, honestly, because then they can't get mad. Or... You're, I just started, sorry, I'm, no, I didn't good. mean to interrupt you. Or I just started seeing someone. Is that okay? Because sometimes I say that, you know. I, yeah. That, does you can be like, hurt? hey, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in the, that, I've, I've been let down that way before where I know it's not true, but it's like, hey, I'm kind of in the early stages. I want to see where it goes. And then hopefully yeah. they drop well, it. Well, I am dating. I just don't want to date him. Yeah. Well, then. There you go. I think that's what you do. You say that you're seeing somebody else. And then it's, yeah. then you're not, you're not really lying. And then you're not. You're, no, yeah, I'm you're not. not killing it. It's not that he'll never bring it up again, but maybe he'll forget and move on. It hopefully. just sucks because then it it like ruins the ni- dynamic. Like, mm-hmm. and it sucks for me too when when friends. But I think that's a way to do it that doesn't make it about him. You know what I mean? So maybe he'll he'll be disappointed, but then he'll move on because you're not saying you don't want him. You're just saying you've got someone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's still. I feel like then the behavior still changes on both parties, and it kind of sucks. But well, that's okay. on him, but. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, it's all back to showbiz Shelley yeah. um, <laughs> in the tan. So here we are. We're, we got our feet back here. We're uh, we're kicked back. We're drinking some brown liquor, and we're ready to <laughs> he in, in our in our uh, in our wood lined library with leather bound books, and we're ready to hear all about your life. Uh, Kaylin's got a monocle on and a and a fedora, and she's smoking a cigar. We're, wow. we're just here, we're just here to absorb. Um, so you grew up <laughs> absorb the information. 
No, I, I know what you're saying. I mean, why should it be different than any other day, though? That's what I do every day. I know, I know. But I, I thought the fact that you have two cigars in your mouth right oh. now, it's like you're extra aggressive. Yeah. And the pipe, you know, the pipe is uh, also, yeah. The, uh, with the hashish, pipe. or is it opium? <laughs> which one is it that you... Uh, Today? Yeah. Or, I yeah. mean, this hour? Yeah, which one this hour? Yeah. Are, do you, are you going to hire uh, Snoop's blunt roller? And, and it will yeah. be Kaylin's blunt roller, 150 blunts a day? Absolutely, yeah. All right, back to Shelly. Um, <laughs> Please. You, you grew up in Chicago. You grew up in the Burbs. Uh, yes. Um, so I grew up in Wilmette, which is North Shore, a nice suburb. Um, how far? Maybe I'll start way, way far back. Okay. Well, I so, do want to hear way, way far back. I also okay. want to know why you what? said, I don't know if this was on, on the tangent or not on the tangent, but you'd said that you were like nervous about this, that you were pooping your pants about this. Why does yeah, this make you nervous to talk about yourself? Like to- I don't know. I don't know. I think... Because I don't really do it that often. I think all of us don't it. really, like, talk about our stories that yeah. often. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. if I ever actually really, like, sat down and ever told it. That's honestly. Yeah. You know, it, so. is, it is a little weird to have, like, the spotlight fully on you and to tell a story that only you can tell. But I think it's interesting. And I think people who listen to no. our show, you know, they might wonder. We've got a lot of questions over the years. You know, how did, how did this all come to be? And, and so I, don't, I think it's interesting. So let's start way, way back. No, I agree. I think it's great because I've been listening to all your guys. It's very interesting. I love it. Um, but if we start way, way back, so my grandfather, who I actually never met him, but he did radio. He uh, was actually very big in the Polish community. He did radio years and years ago, and he did the exact same thing I'm doing. So he covered like entertainment, celebrities, interviewed him. So um, that was so he weird. may have actually met Abraham Lincoln then. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, and slept in the Lincoln bedroom or whatever. <laughs> yes. Um, and then fast forward, my parents. I feel like Jason Brown would love this. Um, mm. They met as producers at ABC7 in Chicago. Oh, cool. So, yeah, that's how they met. Because as so we the- know, Jason has an obsession with <laughs> local news media. Right. I, I love know. news people. Yes. Me and, and Shelly both. Shelly and I, I both. I do. That, yep. And I think that's where it comes from. So they met as producers. And I so didn't I know that. Yeah. So that's where the media gene i guess comes in in my family so um they met doing that and then uh little me came around november 2nd and uh should i say the year and then people could do the math yeah sure <laughs> 1984 um so you're 39 yeah 38 38 okay all right yeah, so yeah. 38 um and then let's see so from there i uh you know went to new Trier high school um, they had a radio station there. So like, here's the thing, like in school. So my mom always said when I was one, like at the age of one, I could like say full sentences. I was very talkative. And then my sister came around and I just like got quiet and very shy. <laughs> and then I was shy all the way after that until, um, like throughout school, the feedback was always, you need to talk more in class. I kind of would just always hide in the back. I don't know where it came from. I think, um, I don't know. I've always been very introverted and kind of shy. That's all I really remember. And so, um, but I knew I loved the media. I knew I would go home every day after school and I'd watch TRL. Remember with Carson Daly? Oh, yeah. Um, Where he I, slept with every guest. Yeah, God I didn't bless know him. that at I, the time. I would have done yeah. the same thing if I were him. I mean, <laughs> epic. A- yeah. Absolutely epic. He hooked up with Brittany and Christina. I mean, my God. What a time. Mm, I know. Yes. I know. So, so you'd watch TRL and then you had, we've heard bits of your college radio show before at New Trier. I know. I know. So then I, uh, yes, went on to do radio at New Trier. I had a little radio show. And then like Paulina, I became program director yeah. at WNTH my senior year. Um Nice. But I honestly always thought I was going to do TV. I think just because that's all that I knew from my parents. And um, I went on then to Northwestern. 
um, where I then became arts and entertainment director of the TV station there. So I was like, I'm going to, you know, I'm on this TV track. I want to do what mm-hmm. Carson Daly does. I'm going to be on TV. And um, my freshman year at Northwestern, that was a wild time because like, I was in college, I, you know, away from Hulk, but even though I was like, one time I walked home from college so that even though I still live close, so. <laughs> so you weren't living at home, but <laughs> you could get there pretty quickly. Yeah, I could get there pretty quick. But freshman year, I remember, I just, I was going out, you guys, I don't think would have recognized me. I would go to the keg every night. I think that's since closed. Um, but then I, so here's the thing. So my mom would never like, whenever the topic comes up in radio, like it's come up a bunch of times over the course of my career. What's like the odd job you had, you know, when you were younger or whatever, we weren't really allowed to have jobs and like retail and stuff. My mom was always like, you have to have a job that pushes you towards your career goal, whatever that is. Okay. So, yeah, I'm not mad at that actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, that's hard to do when you're 16. Right. Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's admirable. Yeah. Like I worked at, um, for anybody who lives in the North Shore, Hackney on Harms for like three days. I worked there. Um, the burger place. Yeah, Hackney's. Yeah. Ooh, and it's a great place. It is a great place. And I, there was something that got screwed up with like payroll or something and it wasn't paid. And my mom was like, that's it. Nope, we're done. <laughs> like you're doing, you're doing something else. And so I ended up, I think it was right before college, I got an internship with Chicago Magazine. I don't even know if that's around anymore. It is. It is. Yeah. It is? Oh, yeah. okay. So I got an internship at Chicago Magazine just to kind of be in the media world. And um, I helped, I think, just one of the writers there. I, I helped put together events and stuff. But I kind of, the, the publisher there would ask, you know, what do you want to do? And I told him, well, I'd really like to be involved with broadcasting. And um, so he actually knew the program director of the other station that we all know. Mm. And he said, you know, let me see what I can do. And so uh, I guess they had a conversation, whatever. And I ended up, I think it was the next summer, I got an internship just in the promotions department. Um, now, I will say I should sort of do a little sidebar here that uh, growing up, and I think a lot of people in the room can relate to this, I grew up obsessively listening to Eddie and Jobo. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. Agreed. I mean, yeah, they were they were yeah. huge. Mm-hmm. They were huge. That was all I think anybody listened to. And Karen Hand, like the yep. real stance for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, that would just be like literally every day. I remember in Carpool, that was like the thing we have to listen to what are Eddie and Jobo doing today. So to be even in the building with them was just... I was floored. It was just, it was pretty cool. So, um, did promotions and I think like a lot of people in the room, I did, you know, all the events, went and, hand, and handed out t-shirts, did, uh, I don't know, handed out keychains to people. What, and it was just so cool to be part of the events. I was this, I was like, this is just the best to even just go to these things with Eddie and Jobo mm-hmm. and with all the other DJs on the station. And then, um, but I knew that uh, kind of the on-air side was where I wanted to be and, I thought that's what I would um, be good at. And so I talked to, do you guys know Styles and Roman? You remember Styles and Roman? Sure. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Do. yeah. So I asked them um, just one day at one of their events, I said, hey, could you guys use an intern? And they said, yeah, we actually do. We need an intern right now. And so at that point, I was a sophomore at Northwestern. Um, and so I would go to school during the day and then at night it started off as I think like a once a week thing and then I started going in like three times a week and it was supposed to be an internship for a quarter and I ended up turning it into like a year and a half internship like I just kept going in all the time because it was so much fun and (laughs) I I heard you did that yeah Mm -hmm. and 
so, you know, for them, I was just doing this, answering phones. I remember I'd go to Chipotle all the time for them. <laughs> like This is when they were at night, right? They're on at yes. night, right? Mm-hmm. The yeah. night show they had? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is when they did nights. Um, and they also at you know what do you want to do and i said well ultimately i think it'd be really cool to be on air you know i had the radio show in high school i'm doing the tv station at northwestern and so i think it was about a year into the internship they asked me they said hey would you want to do an entertainment report and just this is what like i get they don't really do this too much anymore but they just threw interns on the air and they were like hey do you want to mm-hmm. do an entertainment report mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, I would love it. I would love it. And so every Monday night, 745 was Shelly Street Talk. I remember. <laughs> Shelly Street Talk. Street Talk. Shelly for the streets. A woman Shelly for the streets. You, you were the innovator. You, you were the there before it was there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I did that uh, every Monday night. And so here's the thing. I, at the same time, so that, I was a junior in college at that point. And I remember I'd signed up to study abroad in Spain and I was like, I am not letting Shelly Street Talk go to somebody else while I'm in Spain for Hells two months. Yeah. And Hells so yeah. I ended up pre-taping like 15 reports or something of just generic celebrity topics of like, what celebrity pets do people have? What are their favorite meals? This celebrity dated who? And I did all these generic topics. Uh, so they played them while I was gone in Spain. Wow. And <laughs> I found out that there was another intern who was on my heels that was like, can I, can I do the report? Can I fill in? And they were like, nope, Shelly already did it. Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> Who's this person? Who is yes. this? Oh, I can tell you. I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't wait. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so then shortly after I got back from Spain, I guess the, the boss there heard, uh, heard me on the air one night driving home and they were looking for girls to, sort of, I guess, revamp the Eddie and Jobo show. And so he heard me one night on the air and he called me and he said, hey, would you mind coming in for an internship or for an interview? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so I think it was like the week before my birthday, because I remember my first day on the air doing morning radio in Chicago was November 1st, 2005. So it was like that week before. Wow. Um, So I did a little interview and do you know what, too, this is actually kind of an interesting story, is throughout my internship with Styles and Roman, I was doing um, demo tapes with them because in their little, uh, in their studio, they would kind of tutor me and be like, you know, here, try try this for your demo, maybe do this. And so I was recording tapes and I would send them to the assistant program director. And the assistant program director, <laughs> he would always write me back, no, this isn't what we're looking for. Try this. <laughs> oh, this wow. isn't good enough. <laughs> Funny, I can relate to that. I yes. know. And then that guy was in the interview with the program director and the program director said, you know, the assistant program director isn't that big of a fan, but I am. So I want to put you on. Oh, <laughs> hells yeah. And the assistant PD goes, that's not true. That mm. no, no. Nah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I got eight emails to say. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So I remember it was, yeah, the day uh, before my 21st birthday, I started on morning radio and I was still in college. So I was... I remember I would get up at, I was still living on campus. So I got up, I think at like two in the morning, I would drive downtown to the station. I was on with Eddie and Jobo. And then I'd have to go back, drive back to Evanston, to Northwestern and go to class. And Showbiz Shelly was Eddie and Jobo. They came up with that showbiz so Yeah, part. it was just Shelly for a while. Um, I remember too with Styles and Roman, I asked, I was like, should I be Michelle or Shelly? And I think they said, <laughs> I think what they said was like, no, Shelly sounds way cooler. Be Shelly. So I was like, okay. And then oh, yeah, oh. one day it came up in the studio. Um, 
why not showbiz Shelly? Because it made sense doing the entertainment report. So, mm. like, did you um, go by Shelly before radio? Was that? Um, so it would be like a nickname that my friends would call me in high school. Okay, but my close family and friends all called me Michelle. But I had some friends in high school that would call me Shelly. Got it. Um, so then, how does it go from you on Eddie and Jobo to you then, kind of a named member of a of your own show in some ways? Yeah. So. Um, with Eddie and Jobo, I remember, so it kind of was, it started, I I wasn't even allowed in the studio. I wasn't allowed to go into the studio until it was time for my report. So I would walk into the studio and then I'd walk back out. And um, let me think. So yeah, that was that was kind of the drill for a long time. And then... Uh, were they were they welcoming when you, when yeah, they put you on there? They were super welcoming, but I will say I, you know, little me, I'm super sensitive. Uh, I had a very thin skin at the time. So the, some of the joking stuff, it would get to me. Like, I'll be honest, it would get to me. And, you know, being in front of, at the time, you know, hundreds of thousands of people hearing these things, I didn't quite, it was a lot for a little 21-year-old Shelly. <laughs> so, yeah, like, sure, sure. I had days where I was super overwhelmed. I, I definitely, I would leave like crying, shedding a tear or two because it was just like, it was just a lot to, it was a lot to take in, I think. Um yeah, like I don't know, and I've said this before, and I don't, I don't know that you, you agree or have to agree, but like, I didn't, I knew of Shelly for a long time, competed against you, but I didn't know you, and the times that I was around you, it seemed like, honestly, you were a little arrogant. Like it seemed like, <laughs> really, well, because I remember no, I the first, that. the first time I ever met you, you sent some uh, supposedly, somebody walked over. And said, Shelly would like to talk to you as if you had people or something. And I'm like, okay, well, she can come over here. But I did. I, you know, I went over and talked to you. But then it, was, it wasn't until, that you start, until you started working here that I got to understand that you're just shy yeah. and sensitive. And I am too. And, it, yeah. and so I think sometimes people think the same thing about me. Mm-hmm, but really, mm-hmm. it's just I'm just shy. I just don't. You know, you you come in, you do this, you whatever. But like, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's how you are with everybody. And um, and I remember, and I joke about our little walks that we used to have. But it's like I just couldn't believe, sort of how much, how much I felt like you and I had in common after I met you. Yeah. And I should know better as somebody who can relate. But it just it was it was it was actually very refreshing to know that other people. Um, you know, sort of conce- conceal their introversion the same way, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. That's why I feel like we're good friends because I, I did not, I'd never, I had never met anybody in the business like me until I met you because yeah. everybody typically, you know, I do not like to be center of attention talking about, you know, I like to actually listen more than I like to even talk, which I know sounds weird, but um, it was, it was refreshing to meet you too because I was like, you could relate on a lot of levels. Yeah, um, yeah. The whole me sending her over, I don't remember, I, she liked to start stuff. You know who we're talking about. Yeah, I, 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 but again, I didn't know you. So now I <laughs> yeah. look back and go, that's not how that happened. But yeah. at the time we were at an event, I think it was uh, Connor Gray. Oh, yeah. Or Conan Gray. Yes. It was a, it was a, a European artist. And uh, that was oh. the event where we met officially. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know you well enough to know that that's not how you operated. So now, of course, I know that's that's not you know whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like you. So I want to know one day you show up to work with Eddie and Jobo, or, or or like you walk out of the studio and they can them, and then they come to you and say we're doing something else, and you're going to be you know essentially now it's you. That's absolutely how it happened. Yeah, they one day this show was over because we know how that works. The show yeah. was over, and Eddie and Jobo got pulled into the office, and then I got pulled into another office by another boss who said. Eddie and Jobo, they're gone. Uh, it's going to be you. And we're, Jay Nice at the time did Middays. And, mm-hmm. and he said, it's going to oh. be you and Jay Nice. And I 
like peed my pants. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean, that, that's <laughs> what? a big deal. Huge. I mean, here you were working for these folks, and then now you, now it's you. You know, it's like Eddie and Jobo gone, and now the understudy in some ways is now. Well, and remember you know. too, like if for those who might, there was another girl too on the show that they added. Do you remember her? I do. Yeah. So she and so there and so when they said they were all getting let go, I was like, "What world am I living? What like what is that? I'm outliving the people who I listen to. Like it made no sense to me." Oh yeah, that's um yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, know, so, I remember. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yes. Uh. So yeah. So then um it was me and Jay for I think a few months, and then they uh then Julian. Yes. You know, remember Julian? Julian. <laughs> so yeah. He was the doing night nice, ninja. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They brought up Julian then. They said it. So it's, it'll be Jay and Julian. And I, so then at that point when it was them, I was allowed in the studio, but I was told I'm not allowed to talk about my entertainment reports. So. What? Yes. 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 Uh, so maybe, I maybe I should have run things like that over the years, but it was, it's never been our way. It's like, it's like shiny new object. Have a seat. Talk. Anybody. You walk in the room, have a seat. Talk. But look how well it served us. I mean, we've, uh, I don't know. That's weird. It's it's no, very old. It's very old school. It's it very is. old school. And that's, that's why I say because times have changed, and I'm you know it's things are different. Things are different. So I just think back and think how crazy that was. Um, but yeah, so that it was us, and then that was. I mean, I think that was three or four years. I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, because um, when I got here, it was you guys, and you guys were doing pretty well. Yeah, and um, you know. Uh, no, no disrespect to the guy before me, but it was it had been driven into the ground, and, and I don't know why. I, I don't blame that on him. I don't. I've never met the man. I don't know anything about him. Um, I just know that I know where we started, and it was not good. And you know that radio station where you used to work was at the time still the name brand for pop music, and you guys were winning. And so for a long time, it was trying to catch you guys, and then we kind of did. But I was still surprised that they let you all go because, I mean, we weren't, it wasn't, it was still a battle. I mean, we weren't, we were winning a little bit, but we weren't like, you weren't out of business like they are now. I mean, now right. they're, now that radio station, I'm sorry, this is not to be an asshole, but they are out, I mean, out of business. It is so, so, it is so different than it was uh, when I started. I don't even, I don't even put that on the people there. I don't put that on the people there. It just is. Um, but it, and I only say that in comparison to like, when I got here, the only goal was beat them. That was it. That's all we had to do. If you can do that, we're happy. Well, now that's now the goal has the goalpost continues to move. Now yeah. it's you know now it's beat these guys and beat these guys and now we did all that and now it's like now now beat them more. Right. <laughs> You're not beating them by enough. And I'm going, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> um, but but I remember. I remember, though, and you know this very well and a little inside radio, though, but like we have access to a lot of information at this company and and quarter after quarter, they would show me this stuff and showbiz Shelley. You know, everybody loves showbiz Shelley. Everyone loves the whatever they called it. Then everyone loves it. And it was so dominant that I remember saying, I mean, it was a no brainer, but it was like, we have to get that. Mm-hmm. We have to have that. Like, that's what we need. How are we going to do it? And I know that they, they approached you a few times, and then one day we're all in here, and we read that they you guys found out that you were getting fired on the air, and yeah. then basically said goodbye on the air. And mm-hmm. I remember I texted the boss at the time. I said, if you don't get her today, like I don't know what you're doing. And it wasn't a popular decision. There were people that were upset about it. But the reality is it was it was one of the best things we ever did because 
I mean, that was what we needed. That was a little push that we needed, a big push, really. But like bringing you in, it's sort of like it, it just made it all make sense to everybody. Mm-hmm. I think it brought so many people over that had been listening to you for 15 years or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And they're like people who'd never heard us before because they were loyal to the other brand. And then they come over here because you did. It was like you brought us credibility, you know, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, right. We found out on the air. And then um, I think I found out about that research when I got to Kiss FM because I didn't know about that research. At the oh, other yeah. place. I don't tell you, girl. Well, no. well, I'm research, research shit we're going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to. Co- hey, do you know that at 745, no one listens to anything else? Do you have any idea? Um, that I knew, but I didn't know all the other stuff. You were but that's what blew me yeah. away is I know that I those know guys that research. I, I know, know that those guys knew that, too. Did they? And yet uh, they had to. And but oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Well, but no, that's very, I don't know. I just am amazed. I was, I mean, you know, I kind of ended with Jane Joe, but I went through like three iterations, I think, of that morning show. And mm-hmm. I was amazed every time. What? I'm still here. <laughs> like, how am I still here? And, um, do you remember when you walked in the room for the first time and saw everybody? We were all in another research meeting. Here we go. And, uh, and you walked in the room. Do you remember what Rufio said to you? I don't remember what he said. Oh, um, I said, what did I say? I how said, does it feel to, how, how does it feel to be on the team? winning team? Winning That's team. the very yeah. first thing out of his mouth to oh, Shelly. You yeah. said that to me too. <laughs> <laughs> you did? Did I? You did. What is That's wrong? Welcome, day. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's worked out. Yeah, it has. <laughs> I mean, you're not yeah. you're not lying, but that's not the nicest way to welcome someone. Right. <laughs> he didn't give me the warmest welcome either. So, oh, oh Jesus, for real. Yeah, are you kidding me? Where the hell have I been? <laughs> Seriously. Um, usually that's not what you say to somebody, but you know, whatever. whatever. That's funny. No, but yeah, I remember being so intimidated because I, I honestly had never listened to the show really because I was already sure, doing the other no, show. Yeah, how would you? So how would you? Yeah. I had no idea really what to expect, but it's it's been awesome. I love it at iHeart. I love it here. I love it with you guys. And I posted on my Instagram just a thing like, because now I've been doing this. This is the start of my 18th year doing radio in Chicago. Wow. And mm. I posted something on my Instagram and people thought I was leaving. I'm not leaving. <laughs> it did sound like it, though. But I'm no, I'm not leaving. I was just being, uh, I don't know, posting memories. But. Sh- I got a question for you, Shelly. Yeah. Did you ever feel like you were being held back when you were a part of the shows over there? Them telling you like you can't talk or you can only do reports? Yeah. I like to come so. over here and have your own show, be a part of the fresh, like... You know. Yeah, I mean, I think I, um, I think what it told me is I kind of was like, oh, okay, clearly I'm not good enough. Like I'm not good enough to be taught, and it made me very insecure about talking on the radio mm-hmm. and talking outside of my reports, and that clearly what I had to say wasn't a value. And it actually took, I, th- you know, in radio, this is also behind the scenes radio thing, but there were, uh, there's sometimes consultants that come in and they say this is what you should do with the show, you know, to kind of boost ratings or whatever and it took a consultant to say people want to hear what Shelly says and so he then that's when they kind of said okay you can talk outside of your reports oh, <laughs> so wow wow yeah. yeah I mean you're immensely talented but then you also have this thing and I'm some people just have a thing. They just, they're just relatable to people. They just, they just, people feel comfortable with them. You're one of those people. And the fact that they didn't see that enough, I mean, you may not have seen it early on, but like at some point they had to know it doesn't matter because here we are, but it's like you, you, you have a very special ability um, that people remember you. People like you, they feel like you're their friend. I mean, and it's, it's, it's sometimes it's even hard to explain, but it's like, it, it just is. And it's a, it's a special thing. Not everybody has it. You trying to make me cry? 
No, it's just it's just true. <laughs> you don't, to. but you don't have to dissect it. You know, you just you just it just is. And I think sometimes you know we can all get a little too uh, technical about what we think we're doing here. I, I think for a long time this business was too technical, and then you know not yes. to pat ourselves on the back, but a show like ours where we just kind of bullshit. Um, and we, we want to be here and we like each other and we care about our listeners and we care about the community. I, I, at some point, I don't know that you have to be good, a good DJ to, in fact, I think in some ways not being a good DJ can, you know, is, is means you communicate in, in real ways better. Mm -hmm. I think it was a mistake I made early in my career was I, I tried to, uh, everything was, I couldn't get out of that, you know, like DJ mode. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it wasn't, I didn't have the brave, I wasn't brave enough to just talk, you know, just like, just say it and just be normal. And, um, you know, I think we're all pretty lucky that we get to do that and it works. Well, um, and there, that was a few things. I was amazed because speaking of technical, yes, at the, at the old morning show I was at that, it was so technical to the minute we had specifics of when to talk. So I was amazed coming over to you guys and Fred, just how you can just talk and a song every now and again, I found it, I still find it amazing. Um, but yeah, then also to, um, I guess to Kiki's point, then to, to talk, you know, at length about wow, people actually want to hear what I have to say and then talk about myself and what I, I'm still amazed by it. But then, um, I kind of wanted to challenge myself a little doing middays and see, you know, could I do something on my own and would I be able to sort of pull that off? And I kind of can, I guess, so far. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, you're crushing it, Shells. Yeah, I yeah, know oh, you. Thank you. You definitely You guys can. are going to make me cry. Oh, my God. I might well, it's okay. You're, you're allowed. I, I, of course, am in, incapable of crying because I'm made of stone. So you should enjoy those tears because I hear it feels good when it's over. It does feel great. Oh, it's the uh, best. You got to do it more often, honestly. Well, I, you know, again, it just it doesn't happen. We're it's gonna just make you cry. major malfunction. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't wait. know. There's very few things that can make me. I mean, like I said, I've cried once in the last decade and it was it, it was real bad. Dad, you got to do it more. You really yeah, do. Well, it did feel good when it was over. Um, <laughs> I, at least it was it was freeing at the moment. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, no, yeah. it doesn't. My eyes don't do that. Doesn't my work. Eyes don't. Do mm. that. They do. It's I down there. Think about deep. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's a different story for another day. Wow. But um, but yeah, and here we are. We're glad to have you. And uh, man, I don't know. I just. I, I, you know, with, with all, with everybody on this show, I feel like things came together such that we were all supposed to, to be together like this. And I, you know, I don't mean to be like woo woo about it, but I do, I do feel that way. And, um, you know, this is definitely one of, of six other relationships or seven or however many fucking people work here now. Um, you know, that I'm just, <laughs> I'm just glad it worked out this way and I hope it continues for a very long time. And, uh, we all, we all get to hang out and make some money and, uh, you know, they'll put a, golden bust of us up on uh, State Street over there at that Hall of Fame. I don't think it'll still be open by the time it's time for us to get in there, but um, we can make our own golden bust and put it in there, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, Shelly, oh, what else? Yeah. Did we miss anything? I mean, here we are. We've, we've watched you grow I up. Know. I don't know. What else? did you major in in college? What were you oh, majoring in? Um, I majored in journalism, broadcast journalism, television. Okay. So, And that was actually kind of interesting, too, because part of the requirement at Northwestern to graduate is you had to get a job at a small market TV station, but I already had a job at in radio. And so people, my friends were going to like Fargo, North Dakota to like participate in this program to graduate <laughs> and all these small cities. And I was like, I'm not leaving a small, I'm working with Eddie and Jobo in Chicago. Why am I going to go right. to Fargo to work? And so, um, they ended up giving me a job at CLTV. Yeah. You remember CLTV? Oh yeah. Yes. WGN's, yeah, yeah, yeah. WGN's yes. uh, partner. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I emailed or emailed. I interned at CLTV. I worked with like Amy Rutledge. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 Um, And so that was a wild time because I was getting up at like three, four in the morning doing morning radio. Then I would drive to Oak Brook where the studios were. I had to be there by 11 and I would work until like seven, eight at night. And I would do that six days a week. Um, or well, the five days I had school and then the on Saturdays, I think I would work or something. And I remember just being like dead to the, I was so tired <laughs> during that oh, time. I've got a follow up to something you said. Yes. Now we've all met uh, showbiz Pam yes. and, and I, she's a hard driver. That lady, yes. I, I, she's, she's intense. Um, yes. I love her, but she's in, I can tell she that is, she's intense. Way. And then for you to, to say like sort of her attitude about, any job that you're going to have as a teenager or whatever needs to be focused on, you know, whatever, whatever your future, all those sorts of things. None of that surprises me having met Pam, who's a very successful woman in her own right. Mm -hmm. But is this, was there ever a time where she was like, let's cut the shit. Like I need you to be a doctor or a lawyer or, um, you know, I, I I don't know about this. Like this isn't because I think there are people who don't necessarily see this as a job even, uh, or, or, and more importantly, a sustainable career. You know, the, and I, I understand why, you know, very successful people would look at this and go, more than more people than, than not don't make it. More people than not don't survive. Yeah. More people than not live in 10 cities and don't make a lot of money. So why would I want my kid to do this when we have the means and, you know, sort of the, I, can, I can provide you the guidance to go do something that will sustain you for life, like being an attorney or a doctor or something like that? Good question. It is a good question. Uh, no, she was thrilled. She was thrilled because she knew how obsessed I was with Eddie and Jobo. Um, and she was in media. She, you know, did the media herself. How, like I said, how she met my dad. And so because I have this sort of media family, I think she was just so happy I was doing, and she knew how much I liked it. So she was very happy to see me doing it. Um, now that being said, she, she cracks the whip. You know, I remember <laughs> the very first time I did the, like the entertainment report on the Styles and Roman show. It was my very first report and she had a whole list of feedback. Like what I, <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I didn't do. And so, and that's been something pretty consistent throughout <laughs> my career. Oh, Pam. <laughs> um, but I... no, she was super happy. And I mean that, and you're right, Fred too, cause that's the other part, part of it is I'm very lucky. Very few people get to, especially in media work in the town where they grew up in, like mm-hmm. my sister is also she actually is the one who ended up doing tv oddly enough but she started in columbia missouri decatur illinois like she's been through it and i was mm. lucky enough like rufio like a lot of people in the room too to start five five chicago. locals in the room yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to start in chicago and be able to have my whole career in chicago it's been that's been very very nice because i've seen where it's so hard for people to go home and not have their families around and yeah. travel every holiday and yeah that is so. it's tough i i'm grateful for my journey uh and i uh, obviously at the outcome, but I also wonder what it would have been like just to stay at home, you know, and, and, and it, it, you know, to be able to have had maybe a job like this in my hometown, that would, I don't know, maybe that would have been cool. I mean, this worked out way better. Some topics very awkward. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I say way more here than I ever said when I was on air. Oh, I'm sure. Way Uh, more. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. But my mom listens every day. And at this point there's, it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, my parents were not the issue. <laughs> it's just like other people. The other people, yeah. yeah. Well, Shelly, um, that was really... Actually, I, I learned a little bit there. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I did too. And oh, good. It's cool that you shared. And uh, this is going up here 
momentarily, and you can tell all the Shelly fans, all the Shelly heads, to uh, <laughs> yeah, go yeah. listen to the tangent. Shelly heads, Shelly stands, the yeah. Shelly stands. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. you tell them all them. on your highly rated program to uh, <laughs> listen to our tangent today. And so, thank you for doing it, and thank happy birthday, happy birthday, Shelly, a legend. Thank you, love you guys. Thank thanks you. for listening to the tangent. Yes, we do love you. Uh, everyone else, like, subscribe, and uh, and fuck off. Bye. <laughs> If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.